right, everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Cinemax Vance with Sean and Tommy. This is Tommy right here. How's everybody doing? This is Sean. What's going on? All right, man. How's your last couple of weeks been? been we, 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 uh, we've, been, we've been MIA for a little while. It's been weird, man. It's just, uh, I feel like all I do is work. That's it, man. It's been hot and humid. We're definitely into our summertime right now, you know, but um, just enjoying the days I do have off, you know. Uh, got Cedar Point coming up Friday, so I get to do that and get to be off for a little bit after that. But, um, man, just work's been tough. Just 10-hour days. It's in the summer now. I have been going fishing. I got to, I've got i been doing that um, whenever I got time. I've just been relaxing, watching a bunch of movies. We've, been, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Seems like we've been going for about a month here. Uh, so... Um, See, it just, it just means that my rhythm is all off. Yeah, I know. A little weird being back, uh, just because we haven't been back in so in so long. But we'll get no, back into the groove I, of things. I've been on yeah. vacation for about like a week and a half now. Yeah. Go back tomorrow. Oh, that's going to suck. It is going to suck going back in the middle of the week. But still, yeah. it's just like, no, this is... It just reminds me, man. Just like I, I, I needed that break. Yeah, from yeah, work, just yeah. to not go in, just to wake up and just feel like some kind of peace, like yeah, waking up knowing yeah. I ain't gotta be nowhere. Like right, oh. nobody's nagging and complaining about shit right off the top. You know what I mean? That's just no, a good feeling. Like, no, 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 she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I mean that's part of you chose that life. You know what I mean? That's different. That's true. Know? That's yeah. true. But damn, yeah. man, you know how they. Uh, if I have like one day off, like I feel like. My, like, he's, right, he's back too. Well, yeah. let me talk. <laughs> I get like one day off. I feel like she give me like a list of chores in her mind, and if I don't fulfill mm-hmm. them, I feel like I'm a failure in life. Yeah. It's just one of those things. But well, that's fine. She wasn't off too, right? She was. She was no, at, no, at no, work no, she the was whole not time, off, right? But uh-uh. like the like the first weekend mm-hmm. that I was off, she went camping. Oh yeah, yeah. You told her me about family. That likes to go camping yeah. i don't quite understand it because yeah. all they do is complain about camping <laughs> and yet they always want to go back camping it doesn't make sense to me no it don't make sense uh, they always talk about yeah. how it's all hot and muggy no no and... i would complain the whole entire time no because yeah. i never understood the concept of camp because if you're going to bring like all the elements that remind you of home like what is the point of camping as home yeah, yeah. I, all I see is the campground. I call it Camp Alimony because it's just a bunch of, like single men there, yeah. like divorced. No like, yeah. man, it's and human. they got like Mm-mm. bikes and like everywhere. Like they got the big ass campers yeah. and the RVs, the TV screens set up no, outside. Man, yeah, I appreciate it if you're gonna watch a movie, but good God right. Almighty, I thought you came out here to go camping, like get in <laughs> touch with nature. Yeah, no cell phones. Leave all that stuff at home. If you're really gonna do it, just be out there in a tent. Then that's that's what I think is camping. But if you got, there's no air condition, and I got where they use the bathroom in the little hut thing, and oh, I'm like, the, the outhouse. Ah, no, I'm out. Nah. Yeah, I'll last about an hour. We went camping when I was little, but my, my mom and dad had an RV, and so it had everything inside of it. You just go in there. I wasn't really camping, camping to me. You know what I mean? And even then, I didn't like it. I was bored as a kid. You know what I mean? So maybe I'm adult, might try it again, but. I'll let, I'll let you you keep that on your side. No, camping you is not bad because the one time I did actually enjoy myself going camp. I guess you can call it camping, mm-hmm. but we were like um, roughing it a little bit. It was when we went uh, salmon fishing okay. out in yeah. Michigan. Now, it was cold. It was snowing, but still, it was a fun-ass time well, just to hang cool. out there fishing and just, just hanging out with the guys, just fucking around. Like, nobody nagging me. No cell phone <laughs> signal because my wife couldn't call me. Yeah, did, but oh. she's probably losing her mind. Man, no, I was just... with her brother, so oh, she knew she I knew, wasn't doing yeah. nothing stupid, but she was right. kind of like, oh, he gonna call a check in? I'm like, no. Nah. There's no strip clubs out here in yeah. uh, Salmon World. Oh man, I do not go to strip clubs. I don't go to strip clubs. I don't go to church. No, yeah, I'm, no, I don't I'm all about me, yeah. saving money, not yeah, losing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> 
But no. no, that's that's good though. I camp is not for me. I'll go fishing, I'll go hiking for a little bit. As long as we get to go back to the air conditioning, that's where I want to be. So, yeah, I can't stay out there. How, 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 how do we become pussy about being outside? Oh, no, I don't. I mean, I used to love being outside. I used to nag my dad, Blake, hey, dad, can I go outside, please, please, please. Yeah, because it's like, like the kids playing, play football in the street or something. Yeah, man. oh, man, I used to, couldn't, I would die if I couldn't go outside. Now I'm outside. If I don't have to go nowhere, I'm not going. Staying in there, there's so many movies to watch, you know what I mean? Video games, there's so much to do inside. It's not for me. I understand, though. So. Oh, well, well, God bless all y'all who yeah. go on camping, but yeah. you're doing it wrong, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> if you're going to do all that, man, just go out there the with a best, tent. Yeah, the best time would probably be, like, the fall when it's cooler. Now it's too hot, man. I would be. Yeah, you can't really have a fire like you yeah, really would when you hover around. It wouldn't feel right. I would be complaining the entire day. Kick me out. They'll make me go home an Uber and have to come way out in the woods and get me. <laughs> like, what site you at? Yeah, no. <laughs> Lot 42. Uh, that's with some trees around here. Like, hey, Sean here? I'm already packed up, man. You I'll go. buy a big thing of dirt and uh, a couple squirrels. I'm at the third <laughs> bush. <laughs> just, just like, oh, my God. That would be so funny. It would be funny if somebody, like, delivered a pizza because <laughs> he couldn't pay you no food. Yeah, that would be for me. I, I Yeah, pizza, whatever. I just... I, maybe for a little bit, but not for an entire weekend or something. So, oh, yeah. all right, man. <laughs> you stupid. Shut up. Let's get into our standard. I got the giggles, man. You, I'm still laughing at you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, shit. We stupid. All right. Oh, yeah. God. It's been a while. That's all right. God damn, Tommy. Focus. All right. Focus. All right. My standard ovation this week. All right. I went over this with my wife. I'm trying to pronounce the name right because uh-huh. I don't like to mispronounce somebody's name, especially when they're deceased. Uh-oh. I like to show them their respect. Yeah, let's not mess them up. No, but I'm going to go a little bit left field for my standard ovation. This week is going to go to Maylee Finn. I think it's Maylee Finn. That's how you pronounce it. Now, I'm going to call her a legendary uh, casting director. Okay. Now, the reason why I'm calling her out this week is because I just like to stumble upon, like, credits and, like, all the jobs that most people just find kind of minuscule, they find, like, it's, like, um, not important as, like, the director or even Mm -hmm. the producer sometimes. But I wanted to look up who actually did the casting on my favorite movie, that is The Green Mile. Okay. Now, I had to look that up just because I was a little bit curious, and then I looked her up. And apparently, she's a pretty. She was a pretty big fucking deal as far oh, as being yeah. like a casting director. Oh, okay, I never heard of her. Now, she, not only did she do the one for the Green Mouse, she did Terminator Two. Oh, she got some big stuff going. She did there. Titanic, and she did the Matrix series. Hmm. She's All big of them, time. man. Yeah, and she just and she passed away in two thousand seven. I think the Matrix. Um, I think it was either Reloaded or Revelations was the last one okay. that she did the casting for. But yeah, she was she was a pretty big fucking deal. Speaking of the green, uh, the Matrix, you know both directors are like women now. What they, they used to be the the Wachowski brothers. Or yeah, something? I thought it was a brother and a sister. No, they're two. They were two brothers, weren't they? I I thought it they're was both a brother for and a... men. Uh, both are women now. They turned. Oh. To, yeah, they're they're the Wachowski sisters now. Okay. So, yeah, but anyways, yeah, this, no, I just thought that was. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, God bless y'all. I still love y'all movies. Yes, I'm, yes, yes. I'm still pissed at y'all for Speed Racer. Right. <laughs> and, and what was another one they made with Channing Tatum? Uh, what the fuck Channing was it called? Tatum. Like, um, um, oh, God, it was like a really bad movie with Mila Kunis or whatever. He was like a, some kind of, like, 
space soldier or something like that. I don't it was like it. Uh, oh no, that's Jupiter Ascending or something oh, okay. like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that movie was so bad. It was so bad. Oh my god, I I, I wasn't gonna forgive them for that. I was like, thank God <laughs> they're coming back to the Matrix because y'all gotta make up for all y'all bullshit. So yeah, but God bless uh, May Lee Finn. You're gonna be my standing ovation this week because I do appreciate a good casting because casting for a lot of people mm-hmm. can make or break your career. Yeah, yeah. Now, mm. just imagine, like, if um, you remember that rumor that uh, Will Smith was going to be in the Matrix instead of Keanu Reeves? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Thank God that did not work that out. Because I, yeah. I cannot even imagine Will Smith trying to take on that role. Just, yeah. He's a he's a good actor, but Keanu Reeves is just, he is just something special. To Although, me. now when I look at Keanu Reeves, I think John Wick. If, before that, I would have thought Neo from the Matrix. But now when I see him, I see John Wick. Yeah, I you do too. I mean? I, I've forgotten about. I haven't forgotten about it, but I've, he's taking on that mantle as John Wick now. Or if you're yeah, right, yeah. maybe Bill and Ted might. Keep yeah, on and that too, was started getting fun. real goofy back. That was terrible. <laughs> but uh, nobody I thought. He, it. Nobody I, thought he would be to this part of his career. You know? No, so, hell no. They yeah. knew he was going to be somewhat of like an action star, but they didn't know he was going to be this. And it feels like he really did have like a second run of his career. I with think John like Wick. with speed and all that. I think a lot of people at one point considered him to be like a dull actor, like not very much. Charisma, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I don't. Th- I th- a lot of jokes used to be on him, like as far as him being boring, and he stepped it up for sure. You know what I mean? He, now he is extremely boring in his normal life. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I hear about him all the time. Like right. he doesn't really do much. He's into motorcycles, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. And he has a girlfriend, never been married, no kids. So that's he's right. he's, he's a relatively like, But yeah, they yeah. all say like yeah. he is like. The sweetest, yeah. kindest man that they seemed like he's a humble person, yeah, yeah, like for a just fell, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, I'll get Keanu Reeves another day because yeah. I can oh, do yeah, a we, whole we show got, about I him. I, yeah, I love and sure. appreciate him to the death, yeah, but, yeah. But mainly, Finn, standing ovation to you. I appreciate what you've done. You definitely given me my favorite movie, and that casting was mm-hmm. fucking immaculate. That was a perfect casting for the Green Mile and Titanic. Yeah. Good God Almighty. Now like, that, I mean, now that's a big time rule right there. I mean, no, and Terminator 2. Because oh, I'm going to give both. her credit for uh, Robert uh, Patrick, whatever, the who yeah, plays the uh, yeah. 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 Even yeah. casting like certain stuff like that, like the villains. Like, yeah. Like, God bless you. Like, right. Yeah, but she passed away in 2007. Well, so God, God bless, bless like, rest in peace. Yeah, but I appreciate you. She's still a pioneer, man, for sure. Casting directors, man, it's an unappreciated yeah. job, apparently. I mean, it must be, but she. You can't she, just throw anybody in the no, movie. No, no, yeah. It's, it's got to, everybody's got to fit their roles. You know what I mean? You can't have the people line up with the wrong roles here. So exactly. Yeah. Well, so, who ooh. you got for us this week? I got another lady for us. I'm going to go. This one's probably the pioneer. In action and sci-fi, and we talked about her before. Okay, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, oh man, I watched okay. Alien three over the last since I've seen you last, but it just made me think about everything, man. Like she's just Alien three. I'm trying to remember. Now that's the one that had Charles S. Dutton. Man, they oh, were in like a prison, or whatever it was. It was like a prison in outer space that she got stuck in. Remember they found her in like in a pond or on the ocean, some planet, and um. I forget how it starts out. But yeah, yeah, but I watched that one. But just for everything like uh Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Avatar. Avatar. Um she was in Galaxy Quest with Tim Allen, which was kinda a all right. Very, that was a very underrated. Yeah, I love that I, movie. I like I used to watch it every time it came on. Uh, Vantage Point. I don't know if you've ever seen Vantage Point. That was a pretty good one. Um but of course this is the Alien franchise. You got Alien with um um what's his name? Um uh uh, what's the guy who made it? Um, not not James oh. Cameron. What's the other one who made it? 
Damn, I can't, Ridley Scott. Oh, I can't, yeah. I can't remember if it was yeah. Tony Scott or uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. Ridley Scott made the first one. Okay. But the Aliens is my favorite. Like, she might have been the strongest. The second one. The second one. When uh, they sent the <coughs> military in, you know, everybody was expendable again. And then they sent the military in and they couldn't shoot nothing because they had, like, this chamber that they were on. And just, just her performance, Sigourney Weaver's performance, is like, she might be the best female lead of all time. Like, it's wow. like I'm 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 serious. Damn, that is like as far as like an action goes, I can't really think of nobody that. I'm sure there's other women that's on her level, but man, Ripley was just everything. See, Ellen there's Ripley. There's a couple was of that. women in there because yeah. uh, Mila Djokovic. She's up there. Uh, She's Fifth up there because she does a lot of action and she does sci-fi. But so I, that kind of counts. And another one that kind of comes to mind is Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron is up there. Oh yeah, because she's great. really good at action too. But she's pioneered this for them though she's before them and aliens the both franchise both movies are huge i think the aliens with the s might have been the most expensive movie made at that time yeah franchise like that that drove so much with like Mm -hmm. especially with a female lead yeah yeah she yeah she might be it she she was it and i'm telling you like i I, even still to this day because that card kind of gave her a boost for a little while because a lot of people forgot about her she was she's old then you know i mean like she's 71 now but still uh, fine she still looks good like especially in that galaxy quest she has all plumped up boobs and stuff but anyways that's another hero there um She she just did a great job for me. Like uh, James Cameron had, he made the second one. He had Terminator. Maybe he didn't have a whole lot on his resume at the time, and people were like, "Oh man, we sure we don't want to bring Ridley Scott back." And he had James Cameron take over for the second one, and of course he had Terminator also. But I mean, like he, he, they just he had her set up perfectly. Uh, just she everything, all the emotions that she had to go through. Uh, she got the cat. That was from the first one that came, you know, I mean, she had, that's the only, her and the cat, the only thing that survived in the first one. And then in the second one, it was, you know, she was with the military crew, of course, like I said, and had Bill Paxton in there, uh, who played in Predator, and uh, he was in Terminator also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twister. So, Twister, that, and he dies, and that, that, there's, a, there's a meme where they say he's been killed by the alien and Predator and Terminator. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He don't need to go nowhere. Of course, he uh, God rest his soul. He passed away also, um, which is I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he, all right. He, you just blew my mind a little bit because yeah. that just completely messed me up. How he was in two universes. Yeah, he was in the Terminator. To, he was in three. He was, he was in, he was in Predator, Predator two. I remember that. He one. He played in a lot of mad eighties movies. He was in almost every eighties movies that meant Apollo thirteen. I think he was. Yeah. yeah so he, and he always had like the stupid lines and. You know, I mean, making side jokes. But anyways, you know. Yeah, well, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace. But Rip, uh, Sigourney Weaver, man, she's just great, man. I watched Alien 3. I watched Alien Resurrection. That sucked. But she still did a good job to me. Like, I believe her as Ripley. That she's, one still has a soft spot to me. Yeah, I don't know why. She's, she's strong. She's uh, she's uh, sentimental. She makes, like, she basically, like, has to just, like, I don't know. Like, every choice she makes is, like, crucial. She ends up fighting the queen at the end of the second one. Man, that's so dope. Like she was dope, man. So for me tonight, man, Sigourney Weaver is gonna be my uh, my standing ovation. Uh, she what a hell of a job she's done with the aliens in her career, and uh, I'm pretty sure she's got an Academy Award somewhere around the way. But uh, well, yeah, I'm sure yeah. she does. Yeah, for me tonight, man, we're gonna go with a Sigourney Weaver for me. I'm so. going forever lover for Ghostbusters. Yeah, that, she that, did. That, that's the one I love. But she was playing more of a docile <laughs> damsel in distress in the Ghostbusters. I don't mind, she, but well, like, she's perfect for that. But I mean. Just how fierce she was an alien for me. I just loved her. So yeah, yeah. that that was a big deal. Her being like a female lead like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, so. Yeah, I can't and think of a really big sci-fi. franchise like that that yeah. has a female lead right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a action sci-fi like Aliens, man, that's dope. 
Yeah, yeah. So, God bless her for yeah. that. All right. Now, let's get to binge-worthy. Now, I had nothing but time on my hands, dude. This could be an easily <laughs> a two-hour podcast yeah. tonight because I caught up on so much stuff. Right. Now, the one show that I'm going to give to binge-worthy this week because I was on my HBO Max binge, mm-hmm. and I happened to catch the show that's been on my uh, list for about a few weeks now that I finally got I finally got into and I actually finished. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that is Mayor of Easttown. Did you happen to come across that on HBO Max? Uh, it has it uh, Kate Winslet as the lead. I think it has Guy Pierce and a few other people. Mm. That it 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 was very reminiscent of the killing. Okay. Yeah, and I we would both, love that. We both I love would it. Love that. No, you got me excited now. Yeah. It is very very yeah. similar okay. to that one, and it was an acting clinic. I actually enjoyed this way more than I thought it was. I thought okay. I was going to watch one or two episodes. And I thought I was going to tail off, but no. It's like. I like those kind of shows where it has twists in every single episode. Like, as soon as I think I figured it out, mm-hmm. no, I'm way off. I'm it's, way off. It always goes another way. And so even on the last episode, it literally gives you two more twists at the mm-hmm. end. I'm like, who the hell is writing this? <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, you man. threw me off. And I usually catch on this. But no, it was a great, Is this great newer show. or older? This is newer. It, okay. Because um, HBO Max, they're not doing like the Netflix thing where they throw the whole season out. They actually right. came out like a week at a time. Okay. Kind of like how they did the Undoing with uh, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman and uh, Hugh Grant, okay, which is another good show. You yeah, have to check that out too. Yeah. But this one, if I had to give it a point system, I would say it's about a four out of five. Really, it is really fucking oh, man, good. You got me it is really I love the killing. Good. If it's similar to that, then. yeah, because you know how the killing was like every single like episode or two, it right. always throws like a new curveball yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah, and this, this did exactly that and a little bit more. It was like a lot of twist in this one, and it. It was a really good fucking show. That was a great show. So shout out to Kate Winslet at the very least because she sold it to me. She absolutely sold it. She wasn't being all dolled up like like Angelina Jolie being like a jump smoker mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck she was. And that one, <laughs> my mom, I, I let my mom. She, I shared my HBO Max. She likes that uh, Angelina Jolie movie. She, she liked loves, it. Yeah, she liked it. It wasn't a bad yeah, movie, but yeah. she seemed so out of place. She was too damn beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my mom wasn't probably looking at, at it. Well, like she wasn't looking at it with man eyes. Yeah, I, yeah. Look, I she, wanted to be like as realistic as possible. Thought, yeah, she called me. You know that Angelina Jolie movie? I like that. I'm like, damn, I heard that wasn't that good. No, that's good. So yeah, well, everybody got their own. <laughs> yeah, page. oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> man. No, but that's going to be my Benchworthy for the week. That is Mayor of Easttown on HBO Max, so you're welcome. You're going to enjoy it, I guarantee Oh, it. that sounds like it right up my alley. I like it that. It is. I, I love a good thrill like that with mysteries in it. All right. So well, you got anything for I us this week? I got a quick one. Um, now, this one's for all the fishermen out there. Oh, boy. This one's called River Monsters. I don't know if you've ever seen River Monsters. It was on Netflix for the longest. I think uh, I stumbled across yeah. those clips on like um on like my Facebook feed where oh, okay. I see videos. I'm going through a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, they get stuck. Like river monsters, don't they like fish like big ass fish that like yeah. bite your whole yeah, arm? Yeah, and You so got to hang on to them. Yeah, it's a guy named Jeremy Wade, and he his uh, he's a professional angler uh, and a biologist and a scientist. What's an angler? An angler is just somebody who only use lures and stuff like that. Like oh, okay. they're fishing, they don't use bait like live bait. Like they just constantly okay. going with a rod and just. I guess that's what you would call an angler, but um, that's what he is. And then he goes around the world looking for, like, extreme fish, like uh, the world's biggest catfish or like a piranha or stuff like that. And uh, he's okay. been around for a while. I think it came out in 06 or 07. It's, it's, he doesn't make any more episodes, but if you got a uh, Poodle or, uh, or it might be even on Netflix anymore, 
uh, it's just showing like episodes that he finds out where people have called him or wrote him and say, yeah, and, um, deep down in um, Australia, there's these big catfish that ate a kid. And so he'll <laughs> go, yeah. And so he'll go and bring all his gear and try to catch this catfish. He goes deep into like these countries and deep into these villages in Africa and in different parts of like remote areas of the world. And if you like fishing and all that, you just want to see him try no, to catch. Africa and Australia yeah. is different when it comes to they insects and right. Bugs and they and show like he's. I mean, he's with with the nature, it's snakes and lions and shit. And he's trying to catch this fish. I mean, alligators are wrestling with him trying to catch the fish. They're trying to eat his bait and stuff and stuff like that. Nah, but, fuck yeah, that, but fuck it's that. Uh, no, I can't do that. It's it's intriguing because you want to see what he comes up with. And uh, I think that shit he probably had like twelve episodes. Uh, they don't have any more episodes. But if you can always go back and watch all of them now he does have another show where he's in the ocean fishing for extreme monsters in the ocean but before that he was going like to freshwater just around the uh the mississippi river wherever he could find you know whether where it was at he'll tell you where he's about to go and he's going to go find different river monsters anything that he would consider as a monster there's a, a fish called tiger fish that he had to use steel line to catch you know what i mean it's just like if you're a fisherman and you already know about jeremy wade he, he's an uh, icon as far as, like, anglers and people who watch fishing shows. River Monsters is big time up there. So if you get a chance, it's on Pluto. I, I saw it on Pluto. I don't have Pluto, but that was the only thing I think that they still air it on. Um, but um, give it a chance. River Monsters with Jeremy Wade. You like fishing. You like the, the mystery of something deep, deep down in the water, and he's trying to catch it. It's just man versus wild kind of thing, and I like it. So hmm. it's, a good, it's, a good, it's a good little show. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, that that yeah. just seems like something that... I probably wouldn't be into a, like yeah, watching people like yeah. fishing for those weird ass animals, and right? Stuff like that. And he and he catches weirder things amongst trying to catch you know his his actual goal, and so but after after the payoff is when he do catch what he came to catch, and that's what's so dope about the show. You okay. know what I mean? So yeah, give that a try. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm yeah. looking. at was like, man, I am so backed up on. Even when I have a week off, I'm yeah. still feel like I'm backed yeah, up. On I the saw show. a commercial for them reminding me. I, mean, I always wanted to talk about River Monster. I love River Monster. So yeah. All right, let's get to now showing. Oh, now, we since got we backed up, of, we got a plenty of stuff to talk. about. I'm halfway debating like, should we tackle the the two main ones that we seen because we yeah. seen the movie yeah. all together. I we think we should do both of the biggest two. No. Uh, premieres. All right, so let's get to the first one, which we all seen together yeah, like here at uh, St. Max Avance, and that is A Quiet Place 2. Ooh, yes. Now, mm. I was I was very, very excited to watch this movie because I loved the first one so much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, usually I have a problem with sequels when I feel like they're trying too hard to replicate the first one mm-hmm. instead of trying to be a little bit more bold and try a different idea. Usually when they stick to the formula, it works for me. And I think for this one, I feel like they stuck to the formula that worked. And, mm-hmm. I, and I did like it for the most part. There was one part, well, one character of the movie that I told you about when we got out. I was like, that son was pissing me yeah, the fuck Marcus off. Yeah, Marcus. Oh, my name. God. I don't know what the hell like, he was what doing. a pussy. Like, yeah. come on. And he yeah. always does, like, dumb shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, for well, no I, reason. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I thought this was a really good sequel. I, I thought it was going to be... It was going to be trying too hard to try uh, to replicate the first one, but actually it did that and it did it a little bit better because yeah. I like how tense I can get because there's certain aspects of the movie that I thought was really, really brilliant in my mind. And that's when they show like the world of the 
the monsters through the girl's eyes or should I say ears because she's deaf. Yeah. yeah. So when you see like a monster behind her, but you see, you keep reminding yourself like she's deaf. She can't hear anything. Can't like hear seeing nothing. that and yeah. getting all tense watching that. Mm-hmm. I love that kind of shit when it gets me all up yeah. and tight. I feel like I need to yell at the screen like a dumbass, but whatever. <laughs> like turn around. Like, oh yeah, that's right. She can't hear dumbass. Come on. <laughs> no, but I, I thought it was a really good movie. I was kind of mad that, um, our uh, old dude, um, Jamin Hunsu. Yeah, yeah. He, he was in that movie for like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, man, they yeah. can't just get rid of the cliche of the black guy. Just Armistad, can't make it to the credits. Yeah, like, come man. On. He, he, he. I don't. He's a good actor, but I don't know if he's like a, a lister. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's only, a good supporting actor. Yeah, yeah which is fine. Yeah. Long, yeah, I like him though. I mean, I like know him your in role. Play your, yeah. play your, like, yeah. yeah, I can't think of him in like a main role that I thought he actually. I feel like. Idris Elba took all the roles that he should have <laughs> got. Yeah, he was in Gladiator for a little. Was with, uh, yeah, yeah, Gladiator, yeah, Armistad, that kind of stuff. Like, he has a lot of supporting yeah, actors. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, a lot of supporting roles. But right. So, he, he plays it pretty good, but that's fine. But I thought overall the movie was pretty good. If I had to give it a grade, I would say probably a B. I'll give it a solid that's B. That's decent. That's really good grade. Yeah, because I thought they did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Just stick to what worked. And if nothing else, I thought Killian Murphy carried this movie he did extremely a good job. Well. i think he was focused like the main focus him and the girl uh mm-hmm. reagan yeah yeah if i thought like not trying to say that he was a replacement but to have somebody be like the main like male character to lead mm-hmm. it because they because obviously john krasinski died in the first one yeah yeah spoiler alert if you haven't seen that movie by now yeah loser oh yeah we on to the spoilers so you might want to no you know. but i thought he did extremely well carrying that movie he was he he was very tense in all the right spots, and he was very like charismatic a little bit. Uh-huh. He was very caring. He was being empathetic to her, and I met that little yeah. moment where he yeah. like he did the whole dive thing because right. he actually remembered her and all that other stuff. I was like, like that's a good bond that they had. Like those two, those two together worked for me. So they I'm did. Like, I like their little connection there. Yeah. Now the the family, like a lot of things in my mind was kind of like like oh man like. Like, soon as that, that son hit the bear trap. Oh, he started screaming bloody Oh, my murder, God. Man. I, I, man. I'm trying to be sympathetic because I'm trying to think, like, that bear trap has got to be a fucking bitch. Yeah. They oh, have that yeah. thing stuck into you. That but I, at the same time, it's kind of like, oh, my God, he's going to get his family fucked up. He like, would have been. He wouldn't have been able to. Those things are, like, damn near amputate your leg type stuff. That shit is supposed to trap a bear's leg. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So the fact that he did all that, that was kind of like, is one of those moments where you, as a viewer, you're like, oh my God, if I, I'm, like, I'm putting myself in that picture, like being like a psychopath, like, right. all right, you did. You ain't getting me killed. Come on, we got a family. Take one for the right. team. That's what I thought too. Like, like man. Yeah. No, but that was, he is a really good actor, but I hate when they put like that character in certain movies where they're just put there to annoy you yeah. and get you to yell at the screen. And I hate that. I'm like, you, you got, you guys are smarter than that. Don't do that. I know it's hard to go against that whole thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to have something like keep the movie tense. But it was kind of like, like, did you have to make him like the the hated character in this movie? Like, whatever. <laughs> Usually, it's like it the did. dumbass. Because I well, thought, I mean, he was I thought they were going to explore more with the whole theme that he was uh, planting the seed in Killian Murphy. That like, there's people out there that are not worth saving, whatever. Yeah, I yeah. thought they were going to grow on that mm-hmm. little uh, tidbit, whatever. They kind of went to it a little bit, but it's kind of like they strayed away from it. I thought that was going to be kind of interesting, just to kind of see who else they have to fight other than these monsters. Yeah, they added some under like a. Like the little hillbilly type guys and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like Walking Dead kind yeah, of vibe. Like, yeah, like there's a I whole like too. section of people who are just out there just to kill humans and right, take all their supplies right, and whatever. And right. I was like, like okay, I I I I get it. You didn't want to go that route. You mm-hmm. got a storyline, but 
overall solid movie. I recommend it to anybody. I'm probably going to watch it again sometime soon at the drive-in. Yeah, I need to see it again. Yeah, yeah, because we I watched it right because I learned that I have to watch it inside a theater first. Yeah, where, <laughs> where I can actually get some peace and quiet, right. where everybody's yeah. on the same yeah. like 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 heel of like, uh, hey, shut up, be yeah. quiet. Because a movie like that, when it's quiet and you have to get tense, I don't know why I like that uncomfortable feeling. Like, uh, right, you don't know what to expect. <laughs> but I, I like that. So, what, what, did you, what did you think about uh, it? Oh, you know, I really enjoyed I think it's better than the first one. When I sat back and thought about it, I think it's better because it had more characters. Sure. The Killian Murphy guy um, introduced Jaime Heiser for like five seconds. <laughs> um, but they still did more. Like, man, you know, they, they kind of start off where they showed – uh, what's his name? John Krasinski. He's uh-huh. going to get the oranges, and um, you know he's he's getting the team, and you know they having like an American life. Yeah. Baseball game. The sun's in the game. You got Emily Blunt out there. Everybody's out there just doing the thing, and they they show like a meteor come, and like all this chaos come, and you know like uh, I ain't gonna lie, that part kind of confused me. I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was a meteor or a spaceship. It, I'm guessing it's a spaceship. At yeah. first, I thought the government was shooting something out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. Now we still don't know the origin of these things. I know, uh, but um, that's the one letdown. Of the right, movie. right. We still for, we still don't know. But they just like just having a good time, and these damn aliens just pull up and just wreak havoc. I thought it was better than the first one, just because it, it showed more. Uh, show had more uh, Killian Murphy. What a hell of a job he did. You know, one thing I noticed too with these aliens, they don't really eat. They're not eating nobody. They're, they're just, just killing them. Killing them. I thought in the first one they were definitely eating people, um, but to me they just like. I don't know. This might sound funny, but it like some old men or something out there, like <laughs> pissed off that we making noises and shit. You know what I mean? Like this movie should just be shut the hell up too. You know what I mean? Like it did, yo, it didn't look yeah. like like Slender Man, but right? On steroids right. a little bit. Yeah, and like they just so sensitive to noise. And um, I, I enjoyed it. I really liked Emily Blunt. Man, she's freaking gorgeous in this. If you look at her face, her face is just glowing the whole movie. Like, yeah, John Krasinski got real lucky. Yeah, Ryan her. told me that she was supposed to be Black Widow at one point. I heard that. Yeah, I yeah. heard that rumor, and even then, I still think they made a good choice with uh, Scarlett Johansson because oh, I can't. I, I don't know. I start to think about it a little bit. Like, man, oh, I don't know. She now, we, in hindsight, Scarlett Johansson's great. I but think, if you would have told me back then if it was a toss-up, I'd have been like, this is definitely a toss-up. Yeah. No, I think Scarlett Johansson was a good choice because for the most part. Marvel nails it. The yeah. one thing I would have changed in the Marvel universe is mm-hmm. I would have made Emily Blunt Captain Marvel and not Brie yeah, Larson. Uh, yeah, she's freaking gorgeous. Because she can carry a fucking movie, especially in an action movie. She because can. in that uh, Tom Cruise movie, mm-hmm. The Edge of Tomorrow, where yeah. they do like yep. the Groundhog's thing. Uh-huh. I thought she fucking killed it. Yeah, she did she better was, than Tom Cruise. She was in that Mary movie. Poppins. She did a lot of good little roles. No, she's there. very versatile, yeah, but her like, action movies, I think can really work for her. She mm-hmm. can be like Charlie Theron. She can do action movies yeah. like, for real. Yeah, and she's, she's super gorgeous. But I thought she did a hell of a. She had a. A hell of a task on her hand, you know what I mean? But for me, the the girl, the Reagan girl, she, her, and Killian Murphy just killed it, man. They killed it. They carried the movie all the way. Yeah, through she's trying to find the signal, you know what I mean? Like, what well, that was another thing that confused me. Just somewhere over the ocean, whatever the hell they're singing. Uh, why, oh, the, what, that the, damn oh, Beyond the Sea. Beyond song. the Sea, somewhere. What was that? Why did they scramble that up? Why didn't they, they didn't want just anybody coming, or you had to be smart enough to figure it out? You know what I mean? Like that was a question that I kind of had in the back of my yeah. mind. I, was, I, was I don't know like, they'd be a little more. But then again, I don't. Maybe they just didn't have the right recording equipment. Right, but then again, they could have just got studio. on the radio and said, "Hey, uh, there's an island outside of New York. If you could make it, we were refugees over here surviving." You know what I mean? Maybe they didn't want the wrong people to come. 
You know what I mean? That, that could, could have been, be it because yeah. they did say there was some people out there that right. was just out there just to kill people. Maybe they right. didn't want them to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So they find their way out there, and it's kind of like, okay, right. like, and I, I get it. And I felt Killian Murphy, too, because when they just rolled up on him, he's like, come on, man. I don't got the kind of resources for y'all. Y'all got a little baby, uh, two kids, you know what I mean? Y'all making His all this noise. His face when he saw that baby, yeah. he was like, what the <laughs> hell, hell are you yeah. doing? That's what I said, the whole, what the hell, y'all having a kid? But I just felt him like, look, man, these people, y'all don't want nothing to do with the rest of the survivors. They're trash, you know what I mean? Like, y'all can't stay, y'all can't stay. And then Reagan runs off to find, you know, to try to, which I feel her too, y'all. We can't just live like this. And running and hiding and being quiet. We got to get to something. We can't live like this. So I feel her taking after her dad to try to carry on that mantle. Like, let's get some, let's get it popping, man. Let's get out here and do something about this. And, <coughs> but you know, of course, the mom and she's overprotected. She already lost a son, lost uh, the dad in the first one. And so uh, it's just a lot going on. You know what I mean? I, what's funny to me, find out these aliens can't swim that's hilarious to me like they can do everything else flaw so, that yeah. they give like the monster yeah, so. kind of like war of the worlds right. that movie where it yeah. was like um a cold yeah kill. like but that would make sense because they wouldn't be used to our common viruses yeah they weren't mean? born here so right right yeah. so a sneeze would kill them you know what i mean yeah or hiccups or what any little nasty little thing to come out of us yeah but they yeah. so fucking intelligent they forgot yeah. that they had to go through simple biology <laughs> yeah they didn't think about all that shit <laughs> But right. no, I really enjoyed. I, I liked the part. But one thing, kind of goofy too. How did that alien end up over there, the little island where they over there having a good that time? That was like the most miraculous yeah, thing I've ever seen. Like he dude, just happened to stay on, on the, the boat. boat. He, well, he couldn't get off of it. And then but he just decided, a boat just happened to float over to this island. It can go any direction, and it floats over. And he got over there and caused havoc. He started raving havoc. But you know, I, I, I they showed more of the monsters than they did in the first one. They did. Then I, I don't. I still don't know how they just pop up. I don't know where they're at, where they're located. Like like we said, is this a pandemic around a, a global takeover? Or is this just the area they're in? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? And they don't talk about that. And that still lead up to more and more movies. But, man, I liked when they get over to this new island over there. Like, I thought that was dope. Even though Diamond Heinz only, he got whacked. And she finally got the signal out. You know what I mean? That And, and that came back to the brother. And they both, like, simultaneously killed it. I just thought that was so dope, man. I like this one better. Than the first one, man. I'm gonna give this one four brownie points out of five. Damn, that's high. That's high. I enjoyed. I want to watch it again. I really enjoyed uh, the Quiet Place too. Where I just say shut the hell up too. That's basically what this is. Yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, like goddamn all this goddamn noise. Like not another yeah. motherfucking word. Y'all having fun? Oh yeah, shut that goddamn noise up. And that was like some old man with a belt. But like I said, what, I wonder if they eat people after they just kill them and come back and eat them, or they're just here to just yeah. tear us to pieces and, you know. it's That was probably, like, the two big points that I had. Like, one, mm-hmm. like, the sun was annoying me, and two, yeah, they didn't expand dumbass. on what this whole story of these uh, monsters are. Right, right. Like, are they here to, like, take over? They just happen to find our planet accidentally? Yeah, yeah. Like, are they, like, what are they doing here? Like, it's, it's still kind of a toss-up, and we don't know how far out this actually went. I don't know if it's just in that small part of town or whatever, or right. in that little area. Like it's global. Like it, it felt a, like it could have went a lot and more. A than note, it. note to yourself: you see a little dirty girl who's not looking up, and she's just sitting oh, there. God. Do not talk to her ass. You know what I mean? Like they go over there, Killian Murphy. She throw a rope with him on him with bottles connected to it. And you know you can't make any noise, and all these hillbillies. Yeah, we got us one. You know they show up, and even though they can't say that, but you can make up what they're saying and. uh they almost got killed off of that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, just a, it's very high stakes, 
If you haven't seen Quiet Place 2 or what I call Shut the Hell Up 2, um, basically get a chance, watch that. That's, that's great. They did a good job. Uh, everybody in there is just high stakes at all times. You can't make a whimper. You know what I mean? And uh, everybody did a good job, especially the daughter. I, I really liked her in this one. So, All right. Now, let's get to the second one. All right. And I'm guessing you saw what I saw because that, that, is, that. that is your franchise. This is my favorite. And I watched the first two. You had to catch like up? Like last night, mm-hmm. and I saw The Conjuring 3 today uh-huh. just so I could have it fresh in my mind. Now, I'm going to let you go first on okay. this one because I'm still trying to figure something out All in right. my head. Not gonna trash it, but I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, let me see if Sean so compared to the the other two is not as it's definitely not <laughs> as scary, not at all. Um, but I see what they're doing. Now, this is a real story. This really happened. The guy being the kid being possessed, the boy mm-hmm. that happened. And so basically, if this is a quick synopsis, these we got Ed and Lorraine Warren back in the streets here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is in the '80s. They made them look older. Did you notice that? Yeah, I saw. They it, it, was like a, yeah. it was like a ten-year gap yeah, between the yeah. second one and this one. Yeah, and obviously, um, there's a little boy. Starts off a little boy who's. This is gonna be some spoilers. So if you don't like spoilers and don't listen yeah, to this part, everything yeah. at this point is spoilers. <laughs> there's a little boy who's possessed um, by a demon, and they um, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren's on the scene again, and. Uh, the little boy is just, you know, has a, a sister who has a boyfriend who's just kind of like, uh, you know, sentimental about it. Like, man, I can't believe, you know, you're, you're strong. You know, I mean, everything will pass. You know I mean? He puts him to bed. And then right after he puts him to bed, like this priest shows up. And that's a hint to the exorcist. I saw uh, that. Him yeah, standing outside Yeah, the that's exactly what happened in the exorcist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which made my flesh crawl. Our house looks real I know, scary. I know how you feel about yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, oh my god! I saw so that's, that's like, a little oh, Sean, nod. Out right that's now. a little nod to the Exorcist. Uh, but so this push comes to shove. Little boy gets possessed. Ed and Lorraine Lauren they have to do an exorcism. And in, in order to do an exorcism, you got to have permission from the Vatican. They do not like frauds out here. They do not like. You can't just say, "Hey, I got a demon in me, and let's just do this." You gotta have proof. You gotta have like approval. Like you get in the house. Like, hey, you approve for the Exorcist? Okay, yeah, that great. Reminds, because yeah. in the second one, yeah. they were really going through like. Like yeah, hoops to try to yeah. get proof or whatever. Yeah, because they the the one thing that the the archdiocese, the Vatican, they don't want to be made a mockery of. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they don't want people to be like they they want you to know that this is real. And if you you know you believe or don't believe, that's on your own. But they're not going to just have any foolery come up there and just say, "Hey, you need an exorcism." Anyways, they get an exorcism. The priest comes. They start doing the exorcism. All hell breaks loose. Little boys throwing plates at the priest, knocking him out. Body um, twisting, yeah. all and weird. What makes this? What makes the Conjuring so good? And what made this one still good for me is that Ed and Lorraine Warren, which is um, Via Farmiga and um, Patrick Patrick Wilson. Wilson, is hell of. They do a hell of a job at getting me to care. The first one I cared about the family. The second one I cared about the family, but I also cared about them too. They're like a power couple. Like, they're so good together. You know what I mean? Like, they said that God brought them together to do this. And what's so scary about that is this is all, I watched a YouTube video on the actual lady. And she said all, like, the first conjuring, before she died, she was she was all legit. She said it was all legit. She said none of it was fake. And I was like, damn. And okay. she was like, um, the, the problem is there's so many people, you know, back then that didn't know what they were doing. And there were people who'd be like a demonologist or they want to do the paranormal activity stuff. And they would go into houses and not know deep down, be scared. And he said, like, these spirits feed off of that. And she was telling a story about 
uh, this lady who was uh, trying to be like one of them. And she's like, don't do it. If you're scared, don't do it. She's like, no, I can handle it. Well, she goes to a house, tries to debunk something, tries to beat whatever it is. And the demon follows her home. And she was saying how she had to go help. Like, look, don't do this kind of stuff. Like, this is not for you, not cut out for this. And so this stuff is real to them. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, evidence that it's real. So anyways, back to the movie, um, push come to shove the little boy, Got a demon into the brother of the girl, the boyfriend of the girlfriend, which is another thing. If you sit there and you tell the demon to jump inside of you, you 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 fighting for the little boy's life, and that you if you're the girlfriend, you gotta give up the panties. I know there's a demon in him, after, but not that night. But when that demon gets out of the panties, better be off. God damn it! I don't give up my soul, damn near. And so the demon goes into this Arnie character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't really show itself right away. And he's like, hey, you know, leave him alone. You get inside of me. And the demon like, oh, hell yeah. Don't don't, don't threaten me with a good time. And he gets inside the boy. And that was a good part yeah, of the movie yeah. for me. Because you see that Ed saw that he transferred yeah, bodies. Yeah. But nobody else saw Well, before that, the, the, the demon jumped on Ed and gave him a heart attack. And so Ed's panicking because he was having a heart attack. And he can't really tell Lorraine, like, hey, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. He, he has to, emergency, whatever. Push come to shove. The boy now, who is Arnie's, like, 18, 19, just a good kid. He he put his life on the line for the little boy. It's out of the little boy, it's in him. And he works in, like, a kennel or whatever. And inside this kennel, he's having hallucinations of this woman who we'll get into in a, in a minute. And he's seeing this woman, you know, while he's working and stuff. And he's sweating and he's tripping. He for, you know, he knows the demon's inside him, but he's not really thinking like, okay, demon's doing anything. So the demon takes over. He kills the his co-worker. He stabs him 22 times. Mm-hmm. So he goes to prison for that. And inside of prison, they're trying to convince a court that, hey, I was possessed. I wasn't myself. And so that all ensues. And Lorraine Warren come back like, hey, we're here to help. Anything we can do. And you're trying to convince the court, like, hey, uh, there was a demon inside me. I didn't just kill this dude. And they're like, that's not going to work. We don't give a damn. And it was like, well, how can we convince you? And she's like, well, you know, I don't. The lawyer on the case or the prosecutor is like, I don't believe in none of that. He's like, how about you come over to our crib and we introduce you to Annabelle? And so they cut to and they show her face and she's looking all fucked up. And so for me, man, it, it took off from there. They have to fight what's really going on. They found out there's actually a villain in this one, I think. Uh, considered to the other two were just like uh, there were more spiritual types things. Mm-hmm. This one was this movie is something is the demons are not on their own. Somebody is forcing these demons. Or these demons are like working for somebody, mm-hmm. and so that's another twist. And I thought I thought that was a good twist, but it's definitely not as scary as the first two. Um, but it ju- it does have some eerie feeling. They introduced this priest character. Who was very very creepy? Even yeah, Lorraine, he like he's like, yeah, come on downstairs in my basement. And she's like, hell no, I'm going out. If she's scared, there's a problem. And so I, I'm not going to take up too much time, but just for me, um, how it ended, um, there's some really really creepy scenes. I, I was confused by a couple things. Um, I wasn't quite sure what the so there's a witch who's she's got like this totem she put on you. And I don't understand why she put it on the little boy, but there was a, she had to have an innocent person, a lover and a holy person mm-hmm. in order for this to work. And basically she put her soul on the line. And if she did not cash in on that, she was trying to have the Arnie guy commit suicide so that the soul can go to the devil or the demon. And if she did not cash in, 
then her soul would be on the line. Uh-huh. And so that was what I was confused about. Like, why why did she choose the little boy and all that? Even the girls in the woods that Lorraine went out there and checked on. And they had the little, um, the in, an, an investigator out there. And she saw what happened. See, Lorraine got, like, these pro- these powers where she can see everything. And if you haven't seen the first two or whatever. And so she's, like, a clairvoyant. And I just thought it, it, I, it was a good it was a good movie. I can go on and on. We don't got that much time. Uh, I can go on and on. I enjoyed it. It just wasn't as good as the first two. Um, it didn't have James Wan as a director. Had a different uh-huh. director. Um, James Wan is like a professional when it comes to like scare jumps, where you know it gets quiet. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's he's a professional no, at like it's that professional camera trick yeah. where they go off screen, right? Where and then you they swing back. Yeah. It gets me every time, even though I know what's going he, to happen. He's a pro at. Making you think it's going to be on the left and the thing jump out on the right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's a professional at that. And so they didn't have him, so I, I have to drop it in for that reason. Uh, but for me tonight, with everything that happens in there, I enjoyed it. It's a good time. If you like the first two, you're going to love it. Uh, you're not going to love it. You're still going to like it. Uh, but it's not, going to, it's not going to add up to the first two. I'm going to give it three and a half brownie points out of five for me tonight just because ed and lorraine warren they carry the movie for me so. now are you counting this one in as the whole universe because mm-hmm. technically the annabelle movies all of it somewhat ca- i don't i don't like to count the Annabelle because they don't that, scare me at all well they don't scare you but it's part of their storyline now i think i think it was you or ryan that said that annabelle and like the five minutes that she was in on the, the first one yeah. was better than any yeah, Ryan movie has said at all. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Watching it all over again. That first one is yeah. a fucking classic. The first one is, and they they took it there. And I actually yeah. like the second one better. I you know what? I didn't like the Crooked Man stuff. I don't even though all that was it was it was kind of goofy to it me. It was kind of goofy, like yeah. Slender Man goofy. But then yeah. again, it's kind of like now, um, they're making a movie on the Crooked Man too. Oh yeah, well, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, so. well, yeah. They might as well milk all the. Yeah, they're going one. to. Yeah, because so. technically the nun is part of the universe. The nun and the uh, the La Llorona too. Yeah. I haven't seen the nun. Quite uh-huh. frankly, I'm not interested in watching it because the nun was just kind of like, yeah. <sighs> they dropped the ball on that. That one could have been the scariest of all. Could have been and, because, uh, because once you, again the nun in yeah, the second one. Yeah. Oh scared the shit out of me. That's when she's standing at the end of the hall and uh, Vera Farmiga staring at her. And she's like, the daughter was staring at her. She's like, Mom, what is this? And she's like, just no. go back to your room. Just no, go back for to me, your room. it was the scene where she went into the office and then the picture was oh, on the wall. Oh, yeah. And that then you see the bad. shadow yeah. come around and the hands come oh, up and then she start running. Man. Oh, Lord, I jumped so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, my God. They... All right, well, let me break this down. Yeah. So, for me, I did watch the first two just mm-hmm. to kind of get my memory refreshed because I did see them before. And once again, the first two are fucking classics. They are like damn near impeccable scary movies. I love them. Oh, the first one is top five scary movie of all time for me. The second one, I still think that edges out just slightly because it did something a little bit different. And Mm -hmm. that's just like take the dad out of the equation. They always Mm -hmm. have to have like that cliche of like the man protector, like showing up, being fearless, doing what you want everybody else to do, which is stop, stop walking slow. Stop looking around. Don't go towards mm-hmm. the noise. Like, just stomp in there, like, full force, man. Just be a man about it. Like, so, the second one, I felt more tense because it was just a single mom. What was, like, four girls in that house? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that one, it felt a little bit better to me, but I digress. Now, this one, it definitely dropped a lot for me because it wasn't as, I didn't find it as as engaging as the first two. Yeah, were. yeah. Now, the first two were damn near impeccable as far as keeping the story going and like really giving you jumps because the uh-huh. first like 45 minutes of his first two movies scared the shit out of me <laughs> scared the shit out of mm-hmm. me like oh, tense 
like I can't, I got to pee a little bit. A little <laughs> bit of pee did come out because I jumped and I yeah. didn't hold it. Yeah. And then I saw the the third one. The opening scene was fucking fire. Yeah. That yeah. was great to see that exorcism scene, mm-hmm. especially the boy twisting around. Oh, my God. How he was contorting his body around. Yeah. I was so uneasy watching that. And I was sitting there. I was downstairs watching on my main TV with the like the lights dim and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. This is this is going to be good. And then from there, then on, it kind of like it kind of tailed off yeah. just a little bit. I'm not sure where. I'm not saying that it was a bad movie. But I'm trying to figure out where it went wrong because it went from like a – being about like a whore and it turned into like a like a like a murder mystery or yeah or yeah. something like a like a kind of like one of those like a like the killing or something right they're it, trying to solve a crime instead of actually like working on what's wrong with well, this yeah and that like I said that was a different director with a different focus there yeah because yeah. I thought what they did with the boy I thought that was really good like like how the line that caught me in the trailer and that's also in the mm-hmm. movie is like you have people taking a stand every single day and you you expect them to acknowledge God. Right. It's about time they acknowledge that the, the devil, devil yeah. is here too. I was like, "That's great the, fucking point." Yeah, yeah. You gonna believe in God? You gotta believe in the devil. Right. It's so, one yeah. in one there. You know. So. Because I did. I like how they're always fighting against somebody trying to believe him. Like, no, these things are real. The devil is real. Being mm-hmm. possessed and all this shit is real. Yeah. And there's always somebody you got to convince. I felt like the one cop. I feel like he could have had like a not necessarily a better storyline, but maybe just a little bit bigger because I feel like he was in there for like five minutes and he left. The cop, the black guy. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the black yeah, guy. Yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. to find out like where that little totem yeah, came from, and yeah. he was the only one with like a hundred miles. Even knew what the hell it right, was. Right, right, yeah, because he had the same little thing with the two girls. Yeah. Then, yeah. No, did you get that? Did you get the two girls? Right. The two girls that uh, they were in love. They were the lovers. Yeah. So what happened was. What the hell is it? Like, she was possessed. She stabbed the other girl. Then yeah. she tried to kill the other girl. She didn't know what happened, so she just, like, ran off hysterically. But what happened was when Arnie told the demon to get inside of him, he threw off the witch's plans because it wasn't supposed to go to him. Because he thought he had the boy. Yeah, so it was supposed to be the boy and then him. and then So she had to find somebody else to take Arnie's spot in the little little ritual she was doing. So she found the two lovers of the girls were gay. Did that make sense to you? Like, well, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. if the demon was that damn smart, yeah. he would just stay with the boy. Because right. he said, hey, take me and says, like, yeah. no, nah, I'm good. I got what I want. <laughs> well, of course, you get a little older boy. He might be able to do a little more mischief. You know what I mean? So, no, no. The boy being possessed scared the shit out of me. That was scary. Oh, yeah. And you know who that little boy is? Who is From um, 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 WandaVision. The two little boys. That, he's one of the little boys that she had. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, he's, he's doing some horror now. Oh. Yeah. 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 I can't remember which one, but... She's, he's one of the little boys that she had in the movie. Yeah. Oh damn! I gotta look back at that. I yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but overall, there was just like there was just certain characters to me that just it didn't fit right in the story for me. Like the the dude that he killed, like he was just way too fucking annoying to not kill. Like the 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 kennel guy that um. Oh that, yeah, that yeah, Arnie killed. yeah, yeah. I was like, really? You gonna put this? At? He you making him too like easy to kill? Yeah. Like nobody's gonna care that he's dead. He's he right, kind of like he deserved right. it. But that that's that really happened though. They sticking to one thing. I think this would mess them up is they stuck to the story too much. Um, uh, some of it is too much like the actual hap- uh, fictional. It's not a, it's not a fictional. It's, this really happened. You know what I mean? Like. This I think they stuck to that. Like we gotta stick to this. This really happened. They didn't make it too much for like the movie's sake. They made it too much for like what really happened. You know, they could jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But still, overall, like it wasn't a bad movie. I'll probably just give it a C. Yeah, like it wasn't like terrible. Like I'm never gonna watch this again. It's like no, no. I was expecting more because of them. 
You know what I mean? That's why I thought they were going to. Yeah, because the first two were so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Usually the third one, I don't know. They can go either way. Um, what killed me, they could have just called it the Conjuring 3. We didn't have to know that the devil made me do it. Because the first two had Conjuring and Conjuring 2. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I like I didn't like the, the devil made me do it. Even the intro of the movie, that's always scary. You know, they did a good job with that. But um, I just think that just because this one was more of like a murder mystery, like you said, it lost some of that scariness. You know what I mean? There are yeah. some creepy scenes, everybody. Don't get me wrong. They take it there. They will take it there. But they don't take it there as much. You no, know, I so. one thing I can, I don't know if this is like a skill set I have, mm-hmm. but I can always tell. When they change directors, yeah, yeah, it looks James different. Wan, mm-hmm. he killed the first two because oh, he, he has like a certain it. like um like a certain rhythm or mm-hmm. something like that to his movies, especially right. with the scary mm-hmm. scary movies that he did. And it's kind of like like I saw it and like it started out good, but it's kind of like after that, it's kind of like they just went a whole another direction. Yeah. They kind of lost like the the audience who actually loved the first two, right? Like not counting Annabelle and all those bullshit movies. I don't count those. I just count like the Conjuring. Well, as they have like their universe, like the Marvel universe. They have the Conjuring universe. These are all stories from Ed and Lorraine Warren. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but sometimes yeah. I saw the it's it's kind of like the Gremlin that got wet, yeah, popped off, yeah. and it's just kind of like not, not, not quite the same. Right, but you know, if you're killing it like that, they of course. You know they're gonna make um, spinoffs and stuff like that. So no, I, I'm hoping that they do actually make more because those two together in the movie they really I could sell see the them. whole story. Yeah, I could see them making like a series on like Netflix where we just go on these journeys with them as they just debunk all these and beat these different spiritual and demons type stories. You know, yeah. What so I mean? they Man. did this for quite a while. They have a lot of their yeah. um, cases like documented, so they can make right. a bunch of movies off of this. Stuff. I like when they go in that priest's house and like, man, you why don't you burn all this stuff? And he was looking at him like it was like a hint to them, like y'all got all that shit in your house. You know what I mean? Remember he was he had all them tokens in his house. Yeah, that that relic room creeps me out. Yeah, that does. Cause that it, does. Because uh, what was it? It was the first one where Annabelle went missing and went after yeah, the daughter. Right? Yeah, and Then yeah. she went back into her case, and it kind of made me think like. Okay, what's the fucking point of this case if Annabelle can just get out? <laughs> it ain't working, dog. Right. Get right. some more holy water. Like, dip her in something because she can oh, get out. Oh, man. I, that's real. That's a real thing that they have. So I would be creeped out by that. all those relics. I know he keeps this, like, souvenirs, <sighs> reminders. But as soon as he said, oh. like, Annabelle, like, in his other movies, I'm like, no. Yeah, they no. consider, like, keeping guns off the street. Like, it's better for them to have it than to be out there, you know, causing mischief. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But The Conjuring, they just, they... This one just didn't did not have the same uh, effect. You not know that I mean? it was so bad. It wasn't. It's not a bad movie. You will still watch it if you're a Conjuring fan. Still watch it, please. But it's not going to have the same effect as the first two. But like I said, they still bring the scariness. But it's a lot more. It's slower. You know. I mean, it's more like a murder mystery, like Tommy said. So, yeah. Yeah, I think they spent more time. Well, not more time. I guess a little bit more time they were used to focusing on Ed and Lorraine, as far as like. The story goes like yeah. him, and it's like his heart attack, and her not wanting to do this anymore because right. it's taking a toll on her. Then, and yeah, of course, if you could see demons on your free time, you would yeah. be tired of this shit too. You know yeah, and the mean? whole so, priest thing it kind of threw me off. I was like, I like, like he's creepy and all that, but right. it, it, you kind of see that coming a mile. Anytime somebody's been out of the game and they always got to go, you know, get some information. They always doing some kind of work when they pull up. They're cutting the grass, chopping down a tree, <laughs> doing something. You know what I mean? He turns around. What can I help you with? I knew he had something going on. I didn't like him, you know what I mean? So uh, I wasn't quite sure he was behind it. And I felt for him. His daughter took on what he had been studying his whole life. And what could he have done, you know what I mean? He knew that it was his daughter doing mm-hmm. this. And, of course, she failed. And um, Ed tells her, hey, you know, um, since you didn't get a soul, you owe that demon a soul. 
and he's coming to Calais, and that demon tore her up into a Rubik's cube. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Snatched that her something. soul right out of her body, and that's what you get for messing with shit like that. Leave that shit alone. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 Overall, it was still a good movie. Yeah. I would suggest everybody watch it because I, it was worth. Watching. I felt bad by watching on HBO Max. I wanted to see in a the theater. That's what I kind of was with. Yeah. I was like, man, would it feel a little bit different if I was watching yeah. inside the theater where like other people? I was there? going to hit you up, but I was I wasn't quite sure what you was up to, and I was like, I just had a friend come over. We watched it. And she was fucking terrified. But I was, you know, I've seen the first two, so I'm ready for whatever. You know what I mean? Like, bet, Have they seen up. the first two? Or not any really, of them? No, they were freaking terrifying. Oh, yeah, so anybody who's just coming in and you're not used to the Conjuring, it's still going to scare you. But the first two, if you can't handle the third one, the first two might just make you drop dead. You know what I mean? Like, they're really scary, you know? So. Oh, no. I, I jumped so fucking hard at the first two. <laughs> and I watched it again, knowing yeah. that it's coming, but it still scares me. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually selling it. That's on James Wan right there, so. Yeah. And I had to remind myself, like, the, the mom from the first one, she was actually in, like, the like the, the haunting, the haunting of yeah. Hill House or something like that. It was like a movie. It was like an old-ass movie with uh-huh. Owen Wilson and... Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh yeah, or yeah. She played Carolyn Perrin. Yeah, I was yeah. like, like, oh, that's where I know her from. So I had, to, I had to look her up. I had to remind myself. She played in a lot of horror movies. She played in this movie called Eli. Also, I haven't seen that one. Oh, now that's kind of creepy too. Oh. You gotta get out a chance too. So, so Conjuring Three, go check it out. The devil made you do it. We're gonna make you do it. So go watch <laughs> Just, that. Don't damn let him make you do it though. So. All right. So one thing I am looking forward to that's mm-hmm. coming out this week as far as shows. Loki. Oh, I know you're excited about that. You motherfucker, right. That means if you listen to this right now, I'm probably watching it for the third time by now because right. I'm going to watch the shit out of Loki because yeah. I am. tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm debating if I'm going to stay up to mid. I don't know when it gets released, like a like George Shoes <laughs> or whatever. But no, I, I, I am definitely looking yeah. forward to watching Loki because I am hearing the views coming back from people that are on YouTube mm-hmm. and they're giving their spoiler-free reviews saying how good it was and they said that a lot of people are saying that this is potentially going to be their best show so far. Oh, well. And I kind of guessed that because, like I said, they renewed this for a second season already. So that means they're having big plans for what they're right. doing with Loki. I'm going to be, I'm low-key, not that excited. No. So, but, I, but I'm but i going to give it a chance because I know you're, you're hyping it up. But, you know what I mean? WandaVision still holding true for me. Damn, man. So, WandaVision's hanging on by a thread with me. Really? No, no. Yeah, no, because to me, Winter Soldier leaped it because I was I, more engaged I still with the think story. it's better than Winter Soldier. WandaVision is still not. It's not the best Disney show to do. Mandalorian for me is the best, but it's up there with the Mandalorian as far as like I was because how it flipped me. It just flipped me, and I can't believe it flipped me like that. And but I'm I'm excited to see what low key. I'm not super excited, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna say I'm a mid excited. My well, excitement is about a mid level. The basic concept of this show is based on what I've seen from all the clips, mm-hmm. and I watched all of them. Is that the there's this time variant like authority or the time, well they're basically like time police whatever mm-hmm. so basically if something goes off in like the the time branch or whatever as they explain in Endgame mm-hmm. they jump in and they try to fix it because a lot of things can go wrong based on what somebody does that fucks up the timeline right now Loki unknowingly fucked up the timeline when he when they botched that heist trying to get the the space cube from uh, Loki so they can do the whole like snap thing. Okay. So they had to try again, yada, yada, yada. So basically Loki unintentionally fucks up the timeline. He doesn't know that. that So basically you got to look at this on through the eyes of Loki based Mm. on the first Avengers movie. Like Loki does not know what happens to him later on. He doesn't know if like him and Thor get cool again. Yeah. Like, like Thanos kills him, yada, yada, yada. His mom dies. Like this is a whole different Loki they have to look at. So I'm looking at, that through that lens of are they going to actually tell loki his future 
to try to change him, to try to speed him up towards the process. Is this Loki actually going to live? Right. Because Loki is a very loved villain yeah. in the MCU that people like actually how, love him a lot yeah, more. Yeah, I like how they turned him into somebody who's uh, kind of adored now. You know. Yeah, I mean? he so. is adored, revered, and mm. like he's like a redeemable character. Okay. So to speak. So based on that, like him and Owen Wilson, who is uh, Morbius, who's like a really famous like time variant agent. Okay. So he's like famous for being like one of the popular like time police who fixes like broken branches whenever somebody fucks up the timeline. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. So basically, Loki is not the villain at all in this movie. He's like he's Loki, like you think he's gonna be Loki, but mostly it's him trying to help fix the timeline that he intentionally screwed up. I got you. So he's uh yeah I got you. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. yeah. So they're just using him to fix it because they're trying to use his what they say his unique Loki perspective because. He's done a lot. He's seen a lot. He knows a lot. So basically, I can't see the shows going along for the two seasons of him constantly fixing things. Him's kind of seeing his future mm. because they say time works differently there. And anytime they mess with time, I'm all in for okay. it. Okay. I'm right. all in for time because I right. want to see what Loki can do to actually fix this because I do love him a lot more as a character. All right, man. So well, I am very it, much looking forward to uh-huh. what they're going to do with this Loki show because I, I do think the potential of what they're doing with this right. is huge. I got nothing going on tomorrow night. I'll be ready to watch it on Disney, right? Oh, yeah, yep, it'll Disney. be on Disney okay. and it comes out every Wednesday. Oh, I that's believe. different. We don't have to wait until the end of the week to watch the shit. Oh, yeah. good for me. So yeah. you know, that, that gives me a little bit of time. Oh, yeah. I can watch it at work tomorrow because I ain't going to be right. doing no work. Well, hey, we'll see. Well, I'll be ready for it. So mm-hmm. shout out to Marvel. You want to do the again. hidden gems real quick? Yeah, this. We got. We got. No, we got a little bit of time because I did ask him to stretch it out for us a little bit oh, because okay. we are behind on time yeah. a little bit. But hey, we'll then again, we behind a whole week. <laughs> we'll stretch so, it out. I see the so time gonna, blinking on me over here. We're going to try to give y'all as much as we can. So I All do right. not want to pass on our family feed segment because I do love this segment. Just kind of sharpen up my mind a little bit. So let me see if I can give you something simple okay let's just keep it simple let's keep it on comedy all right name a comedy starring jim carrey um uh the uh, liar 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 that's number four and there's Uh, five on the board the mask the mask that's number three comedy starring jim carrey uh dumb and dumber dumb and dumber's not on here that is so shocking damn it who made this list kids um Dumb and Dumber, Liar Liar, um, starring Jim Carrey. Okay, now I'm lost here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you're going to kick yourself in the head if you think about his his main classic as the detective. Oh, 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 oh. Ace Ventura. Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura, number yep, one. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. Is some of his old, is older or newer? Yeah, just think about like the, I guess after 2000 for the most part. There's one where he has like a. The Truman Show? No, that's not on there, even though that is a good show. I do yeah. that. But that is a good movie. I recommend um, that. But one where he has a split personality. Oh, uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. Yep. Yes. Yes. Well, that's one of my favorite. I'm tripping. Man. Yeah. And then um, I guess number two is where he takes on the part of God. Oh, Bruce Almighty? Yes. Yes. Okay. Those All right. Good. Oh, those are, those are good ones, man. Damn. I yeah. like that. No, see, no, no romance. So All right. You ain't going to never get that. <laughs> Yeah, you keep those away from me, <laughs> no, goddammit. Jeez. All right, I got one for you. Name a movie that someone who loves traveling should see. Ooh. A movie where somebody... Oh, shit. Okay, I might have to think about some romance movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Eat, Pray, Love. 
That's number one. Okay, that number was the main one, one that I remember because yeah. I I try not to admit, but I do like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Julia Roberts is so fine. I've heard know. of it, but you know me. <laughs> no, no, it, no it, it's, it's, it's a woman movie, but okay. it's fine. A right. uh, movie where they enjoy traveling. Um, what did he have Tom Hanks in it? Tom Hanks. Tra- what movie was he? He was traveling. Um, very, Castaway? No, no. Um, um, the Terminal? Now I'm just thinking about um, it. Tom Hanks is in it, I think. Um, it's in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle? Is that Tom Hanks? Yeah. Yeah, that is him. Yep, yep. Yeah, him yep. and Meg Ryan. Yep, that's in here. That's number five. Dan Crusher? Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, seven Years in Tibet? That's a Brad Pitt one. Uh, nope. Into the it. Wild? Nope. Damn, who the hell's been traveling? Oh, um, somebody I've never heard of. A movie about traveling. There's uh, three more answers. You got two of them already. Thelma and Louise? Nope. They, that was a road trip. Someone did it? this in 80 days. Oh, oh, around the world yep, in 80 that's days? Number two. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, okay. 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 Um, traveling. Traveling. Number three is I never heard of, so I'm just gonna give you this. Uh, the Sisterhood of Traveling. Oh, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Pants. That sounds terrible. What is that? Uh, a movie we'll never get. <laughs> <laughs> and the fourth one is um, Wine Country. I've never seen Never that. heard of that one. Yeah, I've never seen it or heard of it. Wine Country. Wine Country. Yeah, I, I just picked it. That must be a foreign film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the best one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, like, I got more than I thought I was going to get. Yeah, so that's yeah. Fine. You got, I wouldn't have gotten none of those probably. No. So. Now, e Pray Love is a popular one. Yeah. It was based off a book, and then, of course, my mom, my wife made me watch it. I got like, like 40, 40 people like that one, so. Oh. All right, now let's get to Hidden Gems this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this one because... I've been on a binge on like a bunch of movies while I was on vacation. I watched a lot of things over. I watched the John Wick series all over again. Oh, that was a great fucking oh, time to watch man. all those continuously now, through the whole series. Now the third one, I OD'd on on action. I was foaming at the mouth, falling on the ground. I like that's enough, goddammit. Now John Wick ain't no, this he, damn he impossible. Got, he got really creative on killing people, but no, John Wick, oh, great series. I was exhausted. Watching I watched it. Lethal Weapon all over again. Great. And great. one thing that I did watch, and I reminded myself of how talented this man was. But he seems to be like you, like you there say, was a movie I was City. In? No, not this one, but the one I'm going to mention. <laughs> I watched the Belly Hills Cop series. Oh man! man. So my hidden gem is going to be an Eddie Murphy movie because I like to remind people that even though Coming to America, the second one was just not that good oh, at all. That was they didn't they it, dropped the it ball was again. unnecessary, and Eddie Murphy seems to be on a roll of doing his fumbles oh, again. Oh man! I am going to go back to a movie that he made probably like maybe five years ago, where, like I said, can comedians do dramatic shit? Uh-huh. They fucking kill it. And the movie that I'm going to give him for Hidden Jim is a movie called Mr. Church. I've never seen Mr. Church. I know it. Like I said, it's hidden, and I, I, was I found hidden, it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sharing it with the world Damn, right now. Geez. So, Mrs. Mrs. Church, the synopsis of this movie is: um, there's a woman and a daughter who are um, they've been gifted like um, Eddie Murphy as like a, a helper of sorts. So he's basically a cook, but he he is given to the family by. Um, a former lover of the mother who is dying, mm-hmm. and the guess the guy who fell in love with her said that I'm going to take care of you until my dying day and beyond. He's like, okay, I'm going to give you this man. He's going to cook for you and your daughter. He's going to help take care of you since you got to go through chemo, yada, yada, yada. So basically he just morphs into like a guy who basically is like a, 
like a like a father figure okay. to the little girl, and he like helps the mother out. And this goes beyond like the whole like six months they thought they were gonna be together. It goes on for like six years, and ends up being like a lifetime bond. So it's one of those kind of movies where they just they help heal each other. He has his own demons, and she's trying to figure out life. Yada yada yada. All right, but. Eddie Murphy actually did a really good job in that movie. I wish he would do more dramatic stuff. Yeah. I, I thought I'd never say this, but Eddie Murphy shouldn't do another comedy unless he really gets his shit together. Yeah, because he's making some corny stuff. He's no, big, he, but he'd been making it before, like Norbit and... Uh, I hate that one. I hate that one. I can't tell you how much yeah, I hate that fucking movie. I mean, it's been kind of like that since the uh, Nutty Professor to me, so... No, just like yeah. like I said, PG-13 Eddie fucking sucks. Pluto Nash and... It was just, oh, I don't... That's terrible. Oh, my gosh. No, it's yeah. just, no. It, it just doesn't work but him doing dramatic roles is a good one for him so Mr. Church I think it's on Amazon Prime if I'm not mistaken it might also be on Hulu oh, that's dope, so man. check that one out don't go back to another comedy for him because yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get pissed off <laughs> alright well um, I got one this is going to be on the same line of what we talked about um, it's in the same universe as the uh, Conjuring uh, the Yairona the um, this is, uh, on HBO Max. Uh, I have not heard of this. This is one. in the Conjuring universe. It's, it is? Yep. Yes, it is. Uh, this is like, now this is like what they would call like the Mexican boogeyman. Okay. Uh, but it's actually a woman. <laughs> well, just a quick synopsis. Um, this, this came out in 2017. Was just in a spinoff of the Conjuring movies, you know, with Annabelle and the nun and all that. Um, is it a spinoff of the first one? It's uh, it's in their storyline. Because I know Annabelle's a kickoff of the first one, then the nun is kickoff of the second yeah, one. Yeah, this is in their storyline. This is in their universe. Okay. Uh, so basically, this this woman back in the 1500s married a, a Mexican cowboy. She was very pretty, and um, she ends up finding out that her husband cheated on her. No shit. And broke her heart. Right. So um, the only thing she could think of. Was to to uh, kill his two sons, which was her sons. What the fuck? And so she because of cheating. She, yeah, I know. God damn, women are dramatic. But uh, man, um, so she she's pissed. But so she only thing she can think of is kill her own sons, which was his sons. But that was his prized possession. And so she drowned both of them in a river. And then she felt remorseful about it and felt bad and couldn't live with herself and drowned herself. But God, but damn. God uh, in the movie condemned her to to never rest. And so for, you know, four or 500 years in Mexico, there's a saying that she, she cries. You hear her cry. And okay. if you hear her cry and you go to her, like, it's basically like parents would use this against their kids when the kids didn't do what they're supposed to. Like, uh, if you were bad, you get in trouble. Like, hey, the Yorona's coming for you. Like, if someone, when we were little, my brothers okay. would tell me the boogeyman's coming. And so it's a myth of, like, a urban, not urban, but an ancient legend. And But some people really believed it. And so this movie takes place in, like, in the 80s. And it's this um, this is a child protective service lady who works in with, for the city of Los Angeles. She goes to this house, and they just live in kind of nasty and just filthy. And she's like, where are your kids at? And the kids are, like, in the closet, but they got, like, these symbols on the door. And she's, like, in Spanish saying some stuff. And she's like, don't open the door, basically. And there's a there's a, a curse, or not a curse, there's a, a hex to keep La Llorona away. Because basically what she does is she comes for your kids because that's what she did when she killed her kids. So she's mourning for her kids still for the rest of eternity. Even though she killed them herself, she uh, still feels uh. bad. But when she gets a hold of kids, she drowns them again. And so she wears this white, it's creepy. And as a matter of fact, it's the same director who made Conjuring 3 made this. So this is his work too. This is why he got the Conjuring job because of this movie. Um, I can't remember his name. But anyways. I can't remember. Um, 
so basically, push come to shove, you, 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 you know, if you hear her crying, she comes for you. So one of the boys hears her crying. One of her, her son, she has a son and a daughter, hears her crying, hears her crying. He goes to see what's wrong. And then she like, you know, pulls her face back and scares him, takes off running. And so now she comes for the family and they got to like find a way to, um, you know, beat this thing. And so they get like a Mexican priest who knows all about it. And he has to come over there and help. It is really, really scary. It, it, I, I won't say it's like a great movie, but it has some jump scares. Uh, she she basically comes for them because she she can't stop. Like all she wants is the kids back. And there's this cross that's made from the tree that was in the river. And basically his only witness to her murders was the tree. And so they carved a cross out of that wood from the tree. And if you oh. hit her with that cross or she sees it, she goes away. And so that's how they have to, like, try to fight her at the end. And but she's, like, endlessly coming for these two kids. It's going to make you, like, don't watch this one at night. This is on the same lines. This is in the Conjuring universe. So you know they come with it. Uh, so um, that's my um, my hidden gem for the night. It's called The Yaya Ron. I won't tell you too much more. But you can find this on HBO Max. This is with Annabelle and all those movies on. You know how they... Bring the lineup when they have a movie come out. You can get on it right now, and you'll you'll see La Llorona on there. And like I said, don't watch this one tonight or at night by yourself. So. I don't know if I want to watch yeah. this one like at all. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have a Hispanic friend, and I told him about it. He was like, oh, no, man. They, that's serious stuff. Like like, like in Mexico, because they're from Mexico, and they moved here in like in the early 2000s. That's something like their parents and grandparents would be like, don't go out in the woods. Don't go out. You hear somebody crying. Don't even go over there. Because that was her, or they would think it's her. And once you see her and she see you, she comes for you until she kills you. Mm. And so this is, like I said, just like the Mexican boogeyman. But if you get a chance, everybody out there listening, try to lie your Rona. It's, it's, a good, it's a good movie. It's definitely scary. So so moral of the story is don't cheat. Yeah, basically. Or, and, uh, women, yeah. Are, women are silly. Oh, God, dog. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Christ. They always go extreme. <laughs> oh, it sounds horrible because you kill a kid. <laughs> I was like, oh it's, man, it's like, like, oh like, man, like, think it through. All right, Jeez, right, man. Oh, that you took me on a roller coaster. Right there, man. I was like, like, oh, what you do next? Yeah, no, man, like, it's scary. Oh. When you get, I know you will watch it because I've said something because I think you you respect the horror streets and what I say about horror. But okay. don't watch it by yourself. Let your wife watch that one with you. Nah, it's, nah, it's not on Conjuring level, but it's in their universe, so you already know nah, what they're coming with. My, so. my my wife and kids, they don't really do scary. <laughs> Hayden does scary sometimes, okay. but uh, they right. don't, no, they don't, they don't do scary. Right, well, that's good. So, yeah. All right, man. That's going to conclude another episode of Cinemax Avants. Uh, hopefully, you guys go out and watch some movies. We are opening up. Mass mandate has been lifted. Yeah, I do. love going to a theater now. Yes. I just walk in like a fucking king with my mask <laughs> off like all y'all fuck up. Oh, oh man, I yeah, love it. We all three saw what Ryan Winter saw, the, the Quiet Place too, and it was just... Uh, you know, a moment we've been waiting on. You know what I mean? It was just a good feeling. We, you know, we just in there with amongst 20, 30 people. Oh, that was a good sitting there feeling. with that loud ass fucking popcorn, man. <laughs> oh, I hate that shit. I have to have it, man. It I have so, to have. You know, it. You must have fucking pop uh, rocks. I, I don't did. Get I that. paid one hundred and thirty five dollars for this popcorn, <laughs> so I had to. I had to enjoy it. So well, yeah, you better enjoy. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to yeah. conclude the episode for us. So I hope you guys enjoy yourselves. Go out and see a movie. And good night, everybody. All right, man. Good night. Have a good one.